If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way? So, hello, Internet. We're back from a short hiatus. Sure, that's how you say it. Hiatus. Hi, everyone's like hi at them. Yeah, everyone say hi at us. It's been a while. Shut <laughs> So airline food, huh? Anyway, when last we left off, what? when last we left off, you guys had just saved the uh, the settlements. Cuban Free of, Army. Uh, yeah, the Cuban Free Army down in the Southcom. And then we found out that they stole uh, Communist Prime. Uh, they stole Liberty Omega. But yes, Communist Prime, if you want to call it that. I guess so. Yeah. There we are. There's a great number. Of, there's a small number of very large holes in the uh, in the floor of the research facility, and there are long drag marks from the pieces of the large robot-shaped hole in the dust. How large a hole are we talking? Like, if this thing was if this thing was uh, the size of Liberty Prime, then like, huddled down, this thing had to be as large as, like, two or three school buses end-to-end and on top of each other. Uh, the the hole itself appears to be 10, 15 feet wide, but there are separate drag marks, so it appears that the uh, robot was taken away in pieces. Okay. Perhaps strung together in some sort of line. Hmm. So, Chris, how big are we talking about this thing? I mean, look at the size of this hole. It's that big around. Yeah, is that like its foot or? No, that's like I think. I, hopefully, that's the whole thing. Meanwhile, the scientist who notified you that the robot was taken is just sort of walking around and fretting. Ace, uh, what what did you say your name was again? <sighs> Doctor Ramirez. All right. Well, Doctor Ramirez, what what can you tell us about Liberty Omega? <sighs> All right, Liberty Omega, the Omega Project. It was uh, designed to be the last line of defense of America. That's why it's down here. Oh, all right. Up in the northwest, supposedly. Perhaps the project was canceled, but there was... Up in the northwest near Alaska, there's supposedly a Liberty Alpha project. Liberty Prime was instrumental to the retaking of the capital wasteland, and Liberty Omega is here. Well, it was here. So each of these... Each of this... Uh, Liberty series, like I can I can get an idea from looking at this hole, but like how big are we talking? I thought I thought Liberty Prime was on. A, I thought Liberty Prime was a myth, honestly. Yes, it sounds like it, doesn't it? However, I can tell you that such things are very very real. It's in its inactive state. It was somewhat compressed. Some of the parts weren't at full extension, but we would estimate well over forty or fifty feet when fully. Stood. Mm. All right. Well, wait. Okay. Well, um. Hey, Alex. Uh, do you think? You can... yeah, how the hell? How the, how the hell are we supposed to take that down? Yeah. Does it have any well, weak spots? He gives a wry smile. Modern engineering. Obvious weak spots are a thing of the past. All right. Well, is there anything about it that we can exploit? If it doesn't have any 
hard and fast weakened areas? Is it slow? What is it? What does it do? I heard the older well, one had like a plasma cannon or something. A laser, in fact. It has oh, that's a, better, right? It has a fusion reactor, so it has a near limitless amount of energy. Just waiting it out wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's robustly built, I can tell you that, especially with the extra armor we put on the joints. How stable is it? It, it locks on, like, legs, right? It, it is bipedal. However, from what we could see of its uh, programming, it could easily, if knocked off balance, pull back into a kneeling or crouching position. Hmm. All right. Well, all right. Um, Alex, I got an... <laughs> Alex, I got an idea... Um, we still have some of those iBots. Um, I could try and rig it up to, to transmit some stuff. You think you could try and send it down that tunnel, see where they're taking it? Huh? We got some. We got some iBots. They took the. They took this. The Liberty. They took Liberty Omega down. They took it. They get, had a hole, and I guess they have a big tunnel going down there. I don't exactly want to. We could go chase them down and then get shot to death by you know their Gatling lasers or whatever. But I'd like to see if we could get some kind of spy drone to go follow them. Oh, uh, um, yeah, sh- sure. You, you okay? I, yeah. What's on your mind, kid? It's nothing. Look, I don't uh, need you distracted during a giant fight. Like, if it's... I'm pretty good at exploring. If it's tunnels, I can go myself. I mean, maybe. There's probably not a lot of... The issues, there's not a lot of cover in there, and those guys are, you know, ass-kickers. Yeah, they're going to gun you down the second they see Wow. That's why I wanted to send a thing that we don't care if it gets destroyed. I care if it gets destroyed. Okay, I care less if it gets destroyed. Those iBots are useful, but it's also useful to know where these guys are going. Um, an iBot. Oh, uh, do we have any of them? Yeah, I got one of them. I'll see what I can do. Be careful. They did, in fact, have a lot of heavy ordnance. They held us up while they took it away. Right. Um, hmm. The thoughts. Uh, is any of you guys ever... Are you guys familiar with Gulliver's Travels? Can't say I am. So I don't know how strong this thing is, but you mentioned if it gets knocked off balance, it'll fall into a kneeling position. It's maybe... It's, manage. it's maybe it's perhaps a little early to say this, but maybe we could come up with a uh, if we get a team together and if we tr- we could trip it and try and anchor to the ground. If it can't get up, it can't shoot at us, right? Well, the laser is on its arm. You'd have to make sure the arm was it couldn't point it at you. All right. Well, um, do you have pictures, uh, schematics, anything? We can try and hash this out. I suppose. My guess is they're going to take this to the, um, my guess is they're going to take this to the Brotherhood and try and take all the Brotherhood shit, and then we're, uh, done. Mm. We sent some, uh, we sent some of our own guys to go help the Brotherhood, but, you know, we, all, all of our combined military might was barely able to take on their vertebrate, not to mention, like, a 50 foot tall robot. Right, right. We do need to head up north, though. Yeah, we gotta we, we we gotta hook up with them at the Brotherhood. But um, Get all yeah, that v- Vespa, can you talk to? Do you think you can talk to some of the uh some of the military leaders? See if they'll spare some guys, since it's kind of the entire all of Florida is at stake right now, potentially. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Start um start getting with the uh the horsemen. We're gonna need rides. 
we're going to rise up to the Brotherhood. So. Yeah, the APC. The APC is still pretty functional, but. Yeah, but we're going to need to get fat, get get there fast. So. Yeah. Start making the arrangements for that. I say we got to leave after what after I come back. I don't know how much time to spare. Sounds good. I'll talk with uh, I'll talk with Ramirez here, and then I'll see uh, see if see if they'll also loan us some of their uh, crazy bio jeeps. Yeah. Or if some have... of their dudes will come along with us. Some of their dudes. She nods her head and then uh, steps out. <sighs> okay, it's pretty trivial for you to organize transportation. The horsemen are tending to their own, but they have more functioning motorcycles than they have functioning men at the moment. Yeah, the frustration tactic worked about as well as it could have. Um, what about getting uh, what about getting uh, jeeps or humvees? Um, are you willing to trade anything, or are you just asking for charity? Uh, Vespa is basically pitching the uh, the the. Basically, Vespa is trying to broker a uh, sudden and immediate alliance uh, with with uh, with the Cuban Free Army. Um, because they're 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 looking at a threat that could possibly eradicate or destroy all of the Florida, uh, all, all all the Florida area of the uh, wasteland. All right, I suppose that'd be a report check. A poor. Mm-hmm. That is one of the <laughs> best things. Uh, yeah, and I will spend a fate point um, to uh, tag. Uh, what what is there? There you go. Uh, I'll, I'll tag one uh, in black. All right. The appropriate bonus. <laughs> oh, I get a plus five. Plus five. All right. They're willing to give you a jeep to head back in, but until they have evidence of a, of a full-scale attack, they're not willing to give up the remainder of their... Um, oh, I mean, she provides evidence on, evidence on a full... About, about the... Uh, Attack on the Brotherhood. Yeah, they have. They are happy to give you a um, a jeep, and they're happy to help you once um, once the campaign against the Enclave begins. However, they, for the moment, when it comes to um, military structure, they want some. They want to hold a lot, uh, hold as much as they can back until they can get their outer agents in. All right. Uh, she comes back. Uh... She comes back uh, to meet up with uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Alex, uh, Lanso, and the and, and the likes. Kind of just kind of shaking her head. Uh, I got a jeep and a and a, and a bit of ordnance. They said they'd be willing to to help out once they get some of their specialists in. As stands, they're going to keep as many people uh, keep people as they can just to protect their home. I guess that makes sense. We don't well, kind of. They already; these guys already took what they what they're after, but who knows? Mm. Maybe they'll come back. So uh, they got promises. Well, see how far that goes. Yeah. We also got a jeep, so well, there's that. <clears throat> yeah, if we can, uh, if we can at least restock our, I don't know, APC weapons. If we can, I don't know, is there is there a weapon and there a gun on the jeep? Uh, there appear there appears to be a. Um... A 50 cal recoilless rifle on it. Okay. Ah, it's better than nothing, I guess. Or, sorry, recoilless rifle is uh is not 
it fires a rocket. Uh, <laughs> sorry, a uh, 50 caliber machine gun. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Vespa's just like, all right, in that case, I'm going to have someone drive. I'll man the gun. Alex, how's that uh, the drone coming along? Oh, uh, that's a good question, GM. Should I make a roll for her fixing up a drone next, or is she just, or is it already like ready to go and she's just controlling it? Um, give me one science check for reasons that may become clear later. Okay, sure. Uh, plus two. Okay. So you send the, uh, you manage to get a nice remote link up and RC program installed. And uh, you send it down the tunnel after them, and it moves well faster than this uh, this tunneling device probably goes. Right. And it takes a, a while, like a, a, a good couple of minutes, but at a, at a rate faster than you could probably walk or run down there, you manage to see the lights of a plasma gun in the darkness. Like a plasma gun, like a plasma cutter, or somebody firing one of the weapons? Um, the plasma guns they use have uh, little things that hold some of the excess plasma on the side, and those emit a faint green glow. Ah, gotcha. So she can reasonably assume that they have a rear guard that is watching their back. Yes. What 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 distance do you estimate they're at? Oh, it took about... She'll do some calculations in her head. Well, it took about... So long to get there, plus with how fast these move, it'll be... About a mile. Uh, they're about a mile away. You think one of our Roombas can reach them? <laughs> Maybe, though I don't think their wireless signals are as strong as this is. We can just put... This we is can meant just for long-range recon. Yeah, we can just... I'm just saying we can put them in a straight line. I got one of them still strapped down with bombs. We can kind of make their day suck. She... Like, Alex kind of just looks uneasy... I can probably just program, I can probably just dead reckon one in their direction. Anytime they spend thinking they're being attacked, it's time they're not spending digging towards the Brotherhood's vault. Uh, also, what is the direction the tunnel's going so far? Uh, as of yet, the tunnel goes east, but curves around to the north. Okay, yeah, so they're digging in the direction of the vault, it seems like. Alright, we all ready to move then? Yeah, just, uh, alright, just one second and Chris will try and rig up one of Do the, uh... I mean, if they're getting away with, oh, I guess. No, no, we're, we're going after the. We're, we're, we're going to link up with the, with the, with our crew of the Brotherhood. Um, well, let and me see if whatever, I can. Whatever, whatever paltry invasion force they're through that way. Let me see if I can do something here, and she's gonna see All if right, she be can. Quick. She's gonna see if she can set the iBot to like say, like since it seems to be able to follow a ways back without being noticed. She's going to see if she can set it to follow it far enough back to not be noticed and set it up so that if it, if they're going to the Brotherhood and it approaches, that she can pick up the signal and kind of tell how far it is and therefore how far the the these guys are to the Brotherhood uh, Citadel or what, whichever mm. they were at. Yeah. Uh, well, first, first give me a notice check. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, plus four. Plus four. You see one of the you see one of the uh, rear guards stop suddenly, just as you see light down the end of the tunnel. 
she'll she, stop the thing so that it doesn't get any closer unless it looks like the rear, unless she sees enough to see that look like the rear guard is like turning around and not paying attention for a minute. Uh, one of the one of the rear guard continues to follow, but the one that stopped turns around. No good. They might. It looks like they're posting a guard to make sure nobody follows. This doesn't have any weapons on it. If it gets any closer, it'll just get shot. And yeah, yeah. That means sending anything after them is going to be pointless because this guy's just staying there and won't slow the rest down at all. All right. We'll hang on to that. Right. We'll hang on to them for something else then. The one that turned the one that turned around, he brings his arm up to his face. There's a faint glow from his arm, and he starts tapping at it. And suddenly, the iBot's controls become somewhat unresponsive, and it it uh falls to the ground in a standby pose. Oh, what? It um oh no. Okay. He must have well, seen it. He did. Yeah. Something. I guess we know who was sending those then. Yeah. Looks like. I don't know, Alex will quick see if she can do anything to override it and get it back, but... The rear guard continues walking after the after the digging machine, and as soon as he walks out of a certain radius, you have control of the iBot again. Okay. It looks like he just forestalled it. Um, so if I get too close, they can stop it, but I think I can keep it following them if I stay far enough back. Alright, that's fine. We just need to know where they are, approximately. Alright, I think I can do that. All right. She set something up so it follows like a reasonable ways back, and yeah, that'd be another science check. Sure. Science it up. Do all the science. Do it. Uh, another it plus two. Another plus two. All right. I'll let you know at some point whether or not it's still it's working. Approaching. Yeah. <laughs> she can like, if it comes up and gets a signal. Yeah. Will do. Okay. Uh. All right. Did any of you have any questions for Ramirez or? Did you need to do um, something I was just else? Gonna, I was. I mean, I, I was asking him while we were getting the jeeps if I could get any diagrams or anything of the uh, of Liberty Omega. He frowns and hands you a couple of uh, essentially black and white Polaroid photos from the Capital Wasteland that show uh, pictures people snapped from windows and hidey holes near Liberty Prime. It appears to be a robot about forty to fifty feet in height. That has a that is shooting energy beams from its forehead, smashing cars and throwing um, and reaching onto its back and throwing large explosives that are exploding with the force of mini nukes. Ugh. Although I think oh, if we ever I think if we ever wanted to. This is the single coolest thing I have ever seen. Wait. Okay. There's our weak spot. You found one. Yeah. It's got a giant backpack of bombs that explode on impact. Oh, that is true. We might be able to get a chain reaction and just destroy the thing. Alex frowns. <laughs> I mean, that's not my optimize. That's not my optimal solution because I'd like to, you know, have it. But at the very, if if it comes down to it, we can at least deny it to them. She'll turn to Ramirez. Uh, does it have like an override or an access point or something where you plug in a diagnostic tool? Not exactly. It was designed with very clear objectives in mind, to the point that it would be almost impossible to rewrite them. And I'm guessing any sort of any sort of diagnostic access would probably be hidden under an armor plate that needs to be removed. Yes. Getting to the point uh... where getting to the point where you can reprogram it is tantamount to defeating it. All right. 
Oh, well, that's another good point for um. Time. If you, uh, that's another good point to try and capture it rather than blow it up. We just have a plan. We have a possible plan B now. A plan B that isn't plan B. I don't think this thing's gonna be stopped by a giant wad of honey. Do bullet bees. She'll turn to um. I don't suppose you have climbing equipment here. Um. It doesn't come up much here. Perhaps some of our specialists do. I can try and wrangle something up for you. What do you need? Well, if it's under an armor... If it's under armor plating, and I'm guessing that... I mean, if I were to try and make something like this, you wouldn't want any access to be somewhere where you could get to it easily when it's standing up. Which means it'll be up somewhere on its body. Right. So if you want to get access to it somewhere, then you'd have to climb it. Nimbly enough that it doesn't grab you and crush you in its hand before throwing you in the ocean. Yep. Right. Oh, and also, um, I'll see what I have on hand, but as I, I know you've, you've, uh, you guys have lent us a lot already. Uh, is there any chance you have a large spool of steel cable? How large are we talking? Well, do you remember my plan about trying to trip it and tie it up? Mm, it would be tricky. I'm not even sure steel cable would stop it. Yeah, but here's the deal. Like, if we don't blow it up, then, I don't know, you can get... You have the chance to get it back. I know, I know. We have one left. We will transport it. It's the nearest opportunity to your headquarters. Thanks. One of them was taken by the invaders, unfortunately, to help string up the... Robots. Of course. Of course. Does anybody else have anything? Vespa shakes her head. Well, I suppose time is of the essence if you have someone else to save. Good luck out there. Thanks. Appreciate it. Well, stay in radio contact. Here's our frequency. Of course. Does anyone else have anything they want to do at the Southcom headquarters? No. No, Vespa's been kind of chomping out the bit to, uh, to Vamoose. Yeah. That's about it, I think. I can't think of anything for Alex. else for Alex to do. Oh, uh, yeah, Alex will go and see if she can do a quick repair on the, uh, you know, the machine that she may have sort of broke a little bit that's supposed to keep all the seeds at certain temperatures. Ah, uh, yes, that'll be a quick crash check. Okay, then. That's a plus nine. I guess she felt really guilty. Holy All shit. Right. I got four pluses on my highest uh, <laughs> skill. So. Yeah, so you spend about ten minutes, and it's not difficult at all that you, you managed to put in what is, essentially was the uh, fusion cutter. You managed yeah. to plug it back in and get it aligned properly. <laughs> get it Get it maybe a little less hyper-radioactive. Right. It, it runs a lot of its own diagnostics. The only thing they don't have now is uh, quite the same supply of microfusion cells they had. Oh, yeah. But you did well. She feels slightly better than not so much because there's still that guy there. You can still see, like, the greasy, vast relief of his face. Yeah, not really, not really. Trying trying not to look at it. It's not pleasant. Yeah, the people are just starting to drag the bodies away. 
Every once in a while from the center of the camp, you can hear one of the civilians yell, Viva la Cuba Libre! Viva! Viva el Capitan! (laughs) A couple people look at you and then go back to what they were doing. I understand. I thought that Captain Morgan was an important part of Cuba Libre. I think you might have gotten something a little wrong there. You might have just said something horribly racist. Maybe. Is there racism if you don't know it? I mean, I don't know. If someone, if someone walked up to you and said, "Why don't your eyes look like mine? What's so weird about them?" Would you, would you take that they were being racist? I think that they were somewhat ignorant. I might try to educate them. Not oh, fair enough then. See, I wasn't actually. It would be unknowingly racist or just uneducated. Hmm. Well, are we ready to go? Mm-hmm. All right. By the way, I, I, I like your eyes. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You're sweet. What'd you say? I said you're sweet. Now, let me pack up. Let me finish packing these mortars up. She does. Uh, who are you going to get to drive that thing? Oh, imagine either uh, Alex or Lancer will be driving. Probably I, Alex. I can, I can drive. Lancer's got his own ride. Assuming you're good for that, right, Alex? Yeah. Yeah, I can Alright. And I guess we go. Alright. So you guys start heading back north towards uh, Cape Canaveral? Yes. Okay. Let's check a few things. Okay. So still, the radio signals are dead in that direction. Right, yeah, they still have the jammers. Yeah. And, um, Alex, you start seeing from your, uh, the, the video feed that, um, Essentially, the the people who have taken the pieces of, Li- of Liberty Omega away, you can actually see them in the distance. Mm-hmm. They have brought up to a small motor reservoir that has a vertebrate and a couple of APCs. Quickly, as though they were changing tires, they separate the steel cable out and get the pieces on board the different vehicles. <sighs> They're going to be moving faster. She says that she's attempting to also keep an eye on the road. It uh, looks like they had vehicles waiting somewhere. Makes sense. They're coordinated. This means we need to move faster. I'll try. Once they get there, they still have to assemble the damn thing. Okay. So how are you going to get there? Are you going to go along main thoroughfares or try to rough it through dangerous territory? Dangerous in the sense that the terrain is unhospitable. Uh, how good a thing they, uh... How good a thing are they? do they have? We have a jeep and an APC, and also all the horsemen on their motorcycles, and Lanzo's horse cycle. Uh, well, she assumes motorcycles are probably not meant to be the road, or to be off-road. Uh, she's going to... She'll ask, is like, I could maybe get us and some of the better train vehicles there faster if we rough it a little bit, or I can just keep going on the road. It's a bit of a risk, though. Yeah, I don't want to get wired. I don't want to get mired down or hit another unexpected batch of mines. All right, I'll stick to the road then. Okay, so that'll take you a little bit longer, but it'll be much safer for everyone involved. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the last time we drove the APC off a road and it was barely drivable <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> and we're gonna need this for a fight. Yeah. All right, so. 
Speaking of, uh, Vespa is basically chilling out at the 50 cal. <laughs> She's almost like making out with the 50 cal. I mean, if there were a gun that she could personify so that she could make love to, it would be a 50 caliber uh, Saiyan. Actually, it would be a 50 caliber uh, sniper rifle. So this is this is close, but not quite. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> moving on. Is this, is this just the game where I say the awkward stuff? What's going on? No, it's everybody. We're all awkward. That's why we did a role-playing games podcast. That's why we do the role-playing games. So we can pretend to be real people that can have conversations without immediately having spaghetti fall out of their pockets. Look, sometimes, <laughs> you're, sometimes you're on the road, you just need some spaghetti. It's spaghetti on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Anyway. God damn it. <laughs> if you had one shot to have mouse spaghetti, would you take it? Or just let it slip? <laughs> All right. Lanzo, do you have a design in mind for the uh, for what you were building off screen there? What's up? Do you have a design in mind for what you built off screen there? I mean, it's just for my bow. Yeah. So. Tell the nice people what you did. I put some armor piercing expanding tips on it and attached a cable. Probably on like a roll that I have on my belt. I don't know. Some kind of spool somewhere. Yeah, with your plus three, with your plus three check, you can probably make something like that happen. All right. So the uh, so it's designed to expand once it enters armor, and then it has a cable on it? Yes. Okay. Good to know. All right. It's a good couple hours of some pretty rough roads. The roads are still very inhospitable to driving, but at least it doesn't threaten the integrity of your cars or motorcycles. Finally, you come around to a familiar freeway, and you make it down the road to the larger plaza of Cape Canaveral. And you see no signs of war. Interesting. Uh, the radio signal's still jammed? Radio signal's still jammed. Um, I don't know. Let's try to approach the main gates. Yeah, let's uh, see if we can make contact. As you begin to approach the gates, you see an on- one of the Enclave vertebrates flying overhead in what appears to be uh, an evasive pattern. It really doesn't want to be hit right now. They've seen that APC. They know what it can do. Yeah. The uh, the large machine guns atop the large iron gates in front of Cape Canaveral point at the uh, point at the vertebrate, mm-hmm. and their laser lights just paint targets on it instantly, and they do nothing as the vertebrate pulls over the top of the Canaveral facility and begins to land. They must have. They probably got an override on the guns. Son of all right we need to get in there yeah okay okay so you begin to approach in your apc um are you going to bring along everyone all the horsemen all that um we're we're at least bringing the the the, the apc is almost the that has the cal machine gun right the, APC, the jeep is no, the, apc's yeah. got the honey gun it's got the oh. it's got the it's yeah, got yeah, the, but, 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 it's got Vespa's the honey gun in the, the jeep cannon. this whole time, incidentally. Uh, she's she's gonna she's she's gonna have the the jeep brought in. 
at the yeah, very we least. Might have the, we might have the horsemen sit back because we don't know if approaching all the machine guns are immediately going to turn on us and we at least have some level of protection. Okay. Everyone give me notice checks as you approach. Notice. Hey, that's not bad. That's good. <laughs> it's better than bad. It's good. Yes. Coincidentally, it might also roll over the neighbor's dog. Uh, minus four, Josh, and in the wrong chat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you failed to notice super hard. <laughs> wow, he failed to notice so hard. He failed to notice in a chat I don't even have, apparently. Yeah, he, he, he's over in the survival horror games chat. <laughs> that is okay. Suffice to say, it's not enough to notice what I'm talking about. However... <laughs> Plus one is also not enough. As you approach, the guns begin to point at you, painting laser lights onto the front windshield of your APC. Uh, I got a plus um, five. You, Chris, you're sort of feeling a little bad from when you were hit in the APC earlier. Mm-hmm. So you just sort of nervously look down for a second, and you notice something on the ground in front of you. You know how there's just sort of a pervasive layer of dust in the wasteland? Yeah. You see a lot of footprints in the dust below you, and all of them are going out. Uh, hold your position, guys. Uh, I think the Brotherhood got evicted. What? I don't know. Look, look at the look at the ground. Look at all these look at these fucking footprints. Ah, oh, Jesus! They lost already. They didn't even lose because there's no signs of a conflict. They just left. These guys must have taken control of the, all the automated defenses. Maybe, yeah. Just kicked him out right then and there. Son of a bitch. How are we gonna get in? Well, we could go in guns blazing. No, we don't Take... have we don't have a gun big enough to blaze our way through that door. That door stopped World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could go in, secure the perimeter around it. After that, yeah. If well, we get, there'd we be could... rats coming out of a hole. No, we could try and track. We could try we and need track to, the Brotherhood. We need to. We need to find the people uh, that were bringing the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could try and cut them off. All right, fair enough. And you still got a signal coming from your uh, coming from the iBot there? Oh, uh, she'll check it. Um, you are lagging a good distance behind the uh, one of the jeeps. Uh, did you prioritize any particular jeep? Uh, I mean, if she got the chance, she wants it to follow the actual, you know, robot pieces, but otherwise, if she was not close enough to see it or set that in any conceivable way, she was going just going to have it follow near the back to minimize the chance of somebody just shooting it or it getting temporarily shut down again. Okay. So, you can see that, um... The Jeep pulled off into some of the swampier portions of Florida... Mm-hmm. One of the jeeps you were following, or APCs technically, it appears to be carrying some sort of leg in the uh, across the top of it. It pulled off into an uncharted bit of the swamp, and it just sort of stopped for a bit. Are there no other jeeps nearby? It the jeeps and the vertebird. It appears went off in different directions after a certain while. Oh, oh, they all spread out. Well, wait. They split wait. up with the different parts. All right, wait. No, they need all, they need the parts to to get it functioning. I mean, we only got. What are you following? The leg? 
there's a leg in the in a swamp some uh well if it can't walk then they have to then they're gonna have to rig something up to move the rest of it around if we can claim that leg we're gonna slow it down a bit at least it's not the plasma cannon forehead which is arguably probably the most ass-kicking part but something it's at this point that you get a radio hail Okay. It's so, it's on the Kismet frequency. Oh yeah, so respond. Um, hello, this is Alex. Hey, this is Sergeant John, one of the Minutemen. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, it's not a good time for our two week notice. Uh, mm, did you did you find a place? Do, do you have plans? Nah, see. We had a long, nice little talk with uh, your boy Strauss. Mm-hmm. He had a lot to say once we had a 9 millimeter pointed at his tank girlfriend. Now, you might recall, the last time we saw him, he was prisoner in our reactor chamber. So we got the story on how he got out to Kismet Park. Mm-hmm. Is now a good time for our two-week notice? If you like... All right, then. Do you... I guess I just hope you've recovered enough to, yeah, travel. Ah, we still got a vertebrate out there. No worries about that. Mm. Yeah, did you ever go check out the Brotherhood? Yeah, we did. However, when the news came on over the radio, can't say we felt too strongly about doing anything about it. Mm. We brought the news back to your Brotherhood friend, though. Wait, Carmichael's there? Yeah, he came back a little while ago. Hmm. Uh, well, can you put him on? Yeah, sure. Hey, robot! You hear a grumbly voice approach to, uh, approach to the radio. <sighs> yeah. They're calling you robot? Yeah, they called me that a while, for a while now. Oh. Okay. Uh, hey. What happened? We're outside the Brotherhood and things seem bad. You can hear the clenching sound of him putting his helmet on, apparently switching to his own internal radio. Now then, uh, things are going pretty bad here, too. I heard the Minutemen talking about sabotaging the gate. I see. Well, that would be... that would be unfortunate. Um... I think we might be able to convince them to, if nothing else, take pity on us. Maybe convince them that, well. So kind of hand over to the hand the radio over, or I guess let, I don't know, never mind. She'll let Chris and Vespa do most of the talking. You can set Vespa. up, you can set up a multiple way call on a radio like this. Yeah. yeah. Vespa, Vespa doesn't have anything to say right now. She's, All she's right. done well, right now. I mean, that's, that's a big problem right now but i think a bigger problem is uh the enclave seems to have set up shop inside uh, inside your headquarters you can almost hear an audible frown yeah yeah i know and there's, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's good news with the bad news though what's uh, that the brotherhood mm-hmm. well apparently they got attacked from the inside that explains what the they all left but the enclave they uh let them take anything they wanted out they they, huh. they they left with every bit of technology that wasn't big enough to take down those walls. Weird. So I guess they're only in it for the bunker. 
Maybe. Well, no, 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 wait. This is a rocket base. Maybe they didn't want Liberty Omega as, like, a giant robot. Maybe they just wanted to make missiles. There's only, really, one rocket left at Canaveral, you know. And that's the one you brought in. Hmm. I don't know, then. You know that they, uh, you know they captured, uh, there was a thing in the, the Cuban Free Army base. They called it Liberty Omega. Liberty Omega. Yeah, it's like that, uh, I thought the, I thought the thing was fucking, I don't know. I thought it was a fairy tale or something. I don't know. Um, but it, it's, it's apparently like the one, uh, back, uh, up in the capital area. Wow. I guess I should have figured the government wouldn't have only made one of those things. Shit. Yeah, we got a, we got a lead or we got a line on one of the, uh, one of the, is it, uh, one of the Enclave, uh, APCs that's carrying one of its legs. Uh, up until, you know, the Minutemen were going to start trying to blow up Kismet. We were thinking about going to try and capture that. But... Huh. Did they know you're following? They might have known at some point. Alex rigged up an iBot to go chase them. One of them noticed it and shut it down, but now we have a following at a much farther distance. They haven't shut it down again. They shut it down in a way that it could get back up again? Yeah, I'm guessing they're the ones who originally sent these. You're following them with their own iBot. Yes, I recognize the the I recognize some of the issues of that situation, but I don't exactly have my own portable spy drones. Right, right. No, I understand. Just the Enclave is crafty as hell. Do you I really mean, if they if they disabled your spy robot such that they could get up again and they just parked out in the middle of nowhere, doesn't that sound like a trap to you? Hmm. Yeah, probably. They noticed it was following all right. Well, the Enc- uh, the Enclave has the has Canaveral, so we don't exactly have the we don't exactly have the firepower to go in there and try and you know start some shit. But I guess they don't have a lot, so we're gonna need like a we're gonna have to figure out what the hell they're doing in there. It's at this point that one of your secondary radio bands shows a ping on the Brotherhood frequency. Um, Vespa uh... getting another call from yeah. uh, Brotherhood radio. Yeah, put that on. All right, she'll switch over to that. There's a very kindly recorded voice and almost an answering machine message. Your call is very important to us. Please hold, and one of our representatives will be right with you. Maybe we should leave. Uh... And then they start playing. Um, they start playing some 1930s jazz. Uh, I thought they. Were, I thought a girl from Ipanema existed even in this universe. <laughs> Nah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't exactly want to see what happens when one of their representatives decides to meet with us. Listen, I think I can keep things stable with the Minutemen. After all, you gave them weapons, you gave them food, you gave them a place to stay. Even if they do feel betrayed, that's something, you know? Right. Yeah. Wait, we gave them weapons? Uh, I think they had all the weapons that they came with. Well, they, we let they, they gave us weapons. weapons now. <laughs> uh, you might recall you had a stack of assault rifles down in the jail. Oh yeah, we gave them to for the sake of them. I mean, right, it was yeah. supposed to be for the purpose of them, you know, Depending going case. and helping. But yeah, because we were gonna leave all the Kismet robots at the park to take care of anything that came. Yeah, not great weapons, but weapons nonetheless. All right. Well, we'll go. Uh, we'll try and figure out a, uh, what we can do about this, you know, 
fortified bunker. Sure. Full maybe of, yeah. maybe come on back. I'm sure when they have time to make their demands, they will. They seem the type. All right. All right. Let's go on back then. All right. So you start heading back to Kismet? Yeah. Um, I guess we'll, well, on the way back, I'll contact the Cuban Free Army and let them know that uh, Enclave figured out we were we were tracking one of their tracking one of their some part of their convoy and also we have a uh, word from a brotherhood knight that not only have they arrived at the at cape kennedy but they have taken it already yeah those footprints you saw implies that that attack probably happened in the early early morning oh uh, so that actually happened before they hit the cuban free army if if nothing else it was probably pretty close temporally gotcha you came upon them sort of mid siege at the Cuban Free Army base, right? Yeah, it looks like the uh, looks like the attack was uh, simultaneous with the attack on your home. All right, I'll see if I can contact anyone on the survivor frequencies. We have a few emergency frequencies at the Brotherhood. I'll try some of those channels. All right, thanks. We gotta go figure out stuff at our own home right now. There's no. There's no fleshing the Enclave out at the moment, and there's some people threatening to kind of destroy where we live. You got it, guys. Vespa also, uh, will also, uh, contact the, uh, uh, she'll, she'll also contact, um, uh, or rather talk with, uh, the horsemen that are along with them, basically just kind of tell them all the same thing. All right. That well, if, they, that if they want to head back to, uh, uh, to where they come from, you know, that's... That's all good and final. We'll be in touch. Word passes quickly between them, and their general consensus is that they'll hang out with you at least until you get back to Kismet. I appreciate it. There's a collective hoot and holler among them. I don't oh, like those, these guys. Those horsemen. Alright, let's get back home. Yeah. The only some shit that I really don't feel like dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it had to happen eventually. We- we, we did keep, you know, their, we, like, we did keep them from starving, right? That's gotta be worth something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll have to do some collective yeah. bargaining. I'll do my best not to put a bullet in someone's head if they're too much of a stubborn asshole. I think we can, no. I think we can, uh, I don't know. No I'm problem, not, I'm, so I'm, not saying, I'm not saying we owe them any favors, but they had, when they found out what happened, they had every chance to burn the park down and leave. Uh, they were talking about sabotage. Yeah, but they were talking about it, not doing it. Yeah, I know. Which means they're also willing to talk about something. Yeah. All right. So. So. You guys uh, start traveling along the the path back to Kismet Park. Let's see. And it's gonna be a couple hours of trip. It's going to be in. It's going to be. It's starting to be um, dusk now. The sun is starting to fall down over the horizon, casting an even, or perhaps fittingly fiery glow over the countryside. The uh, horsemen start moving up. They seem to be antsy. They start moving up in sort of a scouting position. Um, okay, everyone's back. Yay. Now we All can right. stop making, I don't know, butt-themed candy jingles. <laughs> butt stuff? Yeah. All right. So, uh, you guys are heading along the road west back to Kismet. And, uh, yeah, the horsemen start going ahead in a scouting position. 
And one of them calls back in a loud shout, Ghouls! And the call comes back, echoed again and again through the ranks of the horsemen. And you start seeing a large party of ghouls along the side of the road, walking west with you. Whoa. Oh, that's the kind of... Slow down a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the convoy starts slowing down. And you can see in the distance uh, a rather large ghoul carrying a broken mini-nuke on his back. Oh. Quentin. He stops for a moment and holds up his hands, and the rest of the ghouls stop with him. Where are you off to? Home. Uh, where's home? Nowhere yet. Alright. Um. Can I have a minute? With who? Um. I'd like to talk to Mr. Quinton. Oh, yeah. Kid's alright, everyone. The ghouls sort of step back. And yeah, she'll get out of the jeep and kind of walk up to him. I've been doing a bit of thinking recently. He looks somewhat unimpressed, but opens, uh, raises his eyebrows listening. I think... I think you're kind of right. Yeah? About some things. I'm listening. And about things that are... I think... I have made some bad choices. Sometimes well-meaning, or maybe I just didn't really think in that way at the time about... I don't really know. But I, it may take me a little longer to actually get it ready as such, but I, I kind of wanted to offer you something. Yeah? What's that? A home. What corner of the wastelander are we being shoved off to now? I'm... I'm from a vault. One that's still largely intact and is kind of hard to get to, uh, admittedly. But it's secluded and... Well, I haven't really been back there much lately. I've, got, right. some, I've got some stuff there I still need to get out. Old friends of mine that I need to fix up. But it wasn't... We took a place you were calling home, so... If it's something you think you'd want, I want to try and give you a home. He ponders silently for a moment. His, eyes, mean, his eyes actually soften for a second. Of course. I mean, you don't have to decide right now. And when things are a little less hectic, I can always give you a tour and the like. But Yeah. How about this? You're serious about this? Give me the coordinates. You're faster than us. We'll start walking there. We don't really get tired as long as we got brads to go through, and there's enough pools between here and wherever you're talking about to keep us going. All right. Um, yeah, she'll give him the coordinates. It might be a bit hard to spot. If there's kind of a narrow pass you have to go through to get to the entrance, and the entrance itself is locked up pretty tight. I kind of have to be the one to open it right now, but I can probably change that. Alright, we'll head out there. I'll be out there as soon as I can, then. You'll understand if I reserve my thanks. Offers like this haven't panned out well for us in the past. Of course. And he ra he looks at the he looks at the coordinates, raises a hand and points in a direction off north of the path, and the ghouls start 
moving in that direction. Oh. Well, it looks like you guys had a good talk. <laughs> yeah, I need to make a side trip sometime soon. There's not a whole lot I think I can do when dealing with the... You guys have the tapes, so I don't know that there's much else I can do in dealing with the uh, the Minutemen anyway. Or I, I can at least wait till we get back to the park, I guess, before heading out. Yeah, I don't think vehicles. there's much I can do about the Minutemen. I just hope they'll walk off all peaceful like and leave us alone. But... Hmm. My... Hmm. Am I a bad person? There's a long and awkward silence. Sort of directed at Vespa, but... Uh, I mean, if she was if Vespa didn't get out of the Jeep, then everybody heard the question. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, like, I'm sorry, I, I was uh, talking with Kevin down here. Um, oh. what, what was the question you asked? <laughs> like uh, I, sorry. Alex quietly asked if she was a bad person. If Alex is a bad person? Yes. What makes you a bad person, kid? I mean, I'm selfish, aren't I? I do things because I want some new technology or to tinker with things. or I never really thought much about what it meant for other people. How would that make you a bad person? Just kind of doing your thing like everyone else. It's that like everyone else part, I guess. Maybe I'm just like everyone else. <sighs> I'm... Look, don't go down about it, kid. I mean, yeah, this was just like, look, there ain't nothing wrong with looking out for yourself, doing something for yourself. It's only if you start hurting people in the process that it's that ain't so good. But if it ain't obvious, sometimes sometimes it's a possibility trying to go through life without stepping on someone's toes or hurting them. Just don't be like me. Don't do it all at the goddamn time. Maybe you'll keep your maybe you'll keep your, uh, your hands clean that way. Oh, all right. Take out Chris is for example. He's always looking out for his fellow man. Okay, I'm getting to make a trip back to my vault soon, preferably with one of the bigger vehicles that can hold a lot of stuff. Right. I'm moving out. I'm gonna move all my stuff to Kismet. I said too. You doing that for them? That's a good thing. Don't regret it. All right. All right. Well, so nod and I guess assuming everybody's ready, start up the, the APC and be heading towards uh continue to Kismet Park. And unless, or do you think that she can have to like make an immediate detour? It wouldn't be immediate. Okay. You're you're fast enough on the APC, and they have treacherous enough terrain to go across that. They wouldn't be waiting long if you spent a little time at Kismet first. Okay. All right. So, you make it back to Kismet. Everything seems to be in order. Nothing is on fire. From the outside. Okay. And the door's open as normal for you. Nothing's on fire on the inside, is it? Not that you see, but it's a big place. All right. I'm also surprised that they, you know, that's the other part of this that, uh, they didn't burn Kismet Park to the ground, and they didn't just decide that they were going to live here now, <laughs> that this was their home now. Um, so, I mean, they given what we've what, what, the kind of force we've been going around with, they may decide it's not in their best interests to pick an out-and-out fight with us. Yeah, all right. Well, are there any guys 
like they they open the gates for us so is there a uh, welcome party you see the full retinue of Minutemen agents that are assigned to Kismet Park itself um, against the southern gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they appear to be packed up, ready to go. They're all carrying assault rifles, their various weapons. Hey there, boys. You get a few rather disapproving looks from the ranks of the Minutemen, but several of them nod back at you. So, uh, we talked on the radio. Sounds like you're fixing to leave. The man you talked to on the radio steps forward. One of the lesser sergeants. Yep, sure are. So just like that? Yep. Nothing, uh, nothing you're leaving behind here? I didn't say that. Uh, can I make... You can make a notice check if you like. Uh, I was gonna make notice or empathy. You can make either. Okay, they're both at the same rating. Pick one. Alright. Um, so another... Well, I know that there's, I know that they're doing something to the gate, but I'm going to do empathy to see if they've left us some other presence, perhaps in their uh, vault or something. Uh, I got a plus three. Plus three. All right. They left at least one gift. So, um, so this is all coming out. Uh, we know you're doing something to the gate. Uh-huh. Mind giving us a fighting chance on knowing where everything else is? Nah, here's the deal. We are now free agents. I suppose mercenaries. Good way to put it. If it's all the same, I'd prefer not to work for this particular organization. Now, we have rigged up uh, quite a bit of dynamite on your on at least one of your gates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's on a radio switch. 30 minutes from when we start moving out this gate, it's going to ask for a password from me. And if I don't put it in, gate goes up. All right. Now, here's a situation in which the gate goes up. Any of me or any of my men are hampered on the way out, prevented to leave in any way. We're already fighting a war with a technologically superior opponent. Uh, don't really stand to, you know, spend any more ammo or manpower fighting you guys. If any of my men are killed or otherwise made an example of by you or your people. Or three? Well, I suppose if a radgator takes me down before I get 30 minutes out. But that's unlikely. Four, someone decides to pay us a lot of money to make that gate go down. Mercenary work being as it is. Do you um, expect to find a job within 30 minutes? Eh, we send a few offers out. Hmm. We live in a connected world. Technology's done a wonderful thing for mercenaries. Hey. How many of these guys are there? Um, hmm. Good question. A bunch. Let me consult with my co-GM. Kevin, help. Oh, God, no. Not like this. Uh, <laughs> there's a few dozen of them, and probably more that never came back. Yeah. Right. Is that in the Minutemen? Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Sure. Their numbers were pretty reduced. That is unfortunately more than I can single-handedly kill. Yeah, no, uh, there's, a reason, there's a reason we didn't just try and kill them all. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of reasons, one of them being that we can't. <laughs> like, just physically, we don't have enough firepower to do it. But yes, there's also a certain moral thing that we didn't want to kill that many people either. Well, I kind of want them to shut their stupid faces. They are In fami- character and out of character. They are familiar with that propensity of yours. Bust the door. Is Strauss okay? Yeah, turncoat bastard's fine, but I'd keep my eye on, eye on him if I were you. 
You betrayed us twice. I am under the impression you were holding him captive, so I don't find that too surprising. The second time we were. Yeah, the first time he went AWOL to get his wife back. The first time he just ran off with some tech that he thought would, uh, help him out. Now then, do we have an accord? Do whatever the fuck you want, just get out of here. Yeah. I'm done with you. I understood. I'll see you again, I put a bullet in your head. Hey, hey, give us a call if you want to buy us, buy our help against the enemy. We won't come back here, but we'll help out how we can. Sure. You know, woman's got to have principles sometimes. My principles say, fuck you. Get out of here. He shrugs and walks out of the gate. The Minutemen follow. A couple of them wave back. All right. And yeah, as they leave, we close the gate. Chris kind of looks at the the bomb they've rigged up to the they've rigged up to the back gate and sees if there's a way he can defuse it in thirty minutes. Uh, give me a science check. Okay. It's dynamite, huh? Alex is gonna disarm it. Yeah, I also have explosive engineer. <laughs> yes, but I have a plus five. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's two better than me. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll science, I'll take a look at the arming device, uh, with a plus okay. seven. Plus seven. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, yeah, you figure out a way to, you figure out a way to cut off its signal to the, hey, you figure out a way to cut off its signal to the bomb itself. All right, um, taking a look at it, looks like we got it here. I'm not sure about any backups, so you're better at bombs than I am. I'll take a look, also in case there are more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I know what to do. Set them all uh, off right now. No, uh, Alex will radio into Clint and uh, tell, ask him to put in the maintenance routines. Okay. Ask them to report any... Uh, uh, is there any way to? I don't know if there's any way, real way to give out orders though, because I'm hoping they'll report like they have some routine for reporting suspicious foreign objects and the like. All right, you get a call back from Dadbot. All right, I can handle that. Anything else, kid? Um, that by the way is something he hasn't called you in quite a long time. Yeah, so kind of. Um. Um. I think that's it for now. See you soon. All right. All right. So, the robot starts scanning the park on maintenance mode. And in the 30 minutes you have, you uh, get no real... You get no real... Uh, no further... In, uh, no indication that there's further explosives planted. I mean, she'll probably be looking at the, at least the gates herself, just in yeah. case. But the, the gates, you see no extra explosives on. None of the others. Yeah, Chris will be running, doing a perimeter check. Okay. Yeah, you can give me a nose check if you like. If they blow up, like, one of the places inside Kismet, then that sucks. But if they blow up the walls, then that's real bad. Um, Alright, what did you say? That was a notice check? Notice, yeah. you said? Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm going to use be prepared to re-roll that minus two. Uh, and get a plus four. Plus four. Also plus four from Alex. Alright, the perimeter is clear. Besides the the remaining bombs you have to dismantle. Well, the ones on the gate, or... The ones that you already know about on the gate. Okay, yeah. So there's no other oh, bombs yeah. aside from the very out, aside from the one that they pointed out. Correct. Oh, yeah, I suppose Alex will get to work on actually dismantling the bombs so they're not, you know... They disabled the triggering device, but... 
Yeah, and hey, if we dismantle them, then we can turn them into... I don't know. We can turn them into bombs? (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So, the 30 minutes pass, and you actually manage to get set up so that you'd know if uh, the sergeant put the password in or not. Mm -hmm. And indeed he did. The gate was not going to blow up. Yeah, that was mostly just a stopgap measure in case somebody actually paid him. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, th- th- I think the biggest worry was that the Enclave would actually return and be like, yeah, we'll give you a bunch of money if you blow up their gate. I mean, the thing is, the Enclave doesn't need to. Like, they could just roll in. Well, remember, well, maybe, maybe our walls not. Are really, sort of... Our walls are really not keeping them out. They can just fly over them. It was, I mean, it was the... As the gate, the gate did stop a mini nuke. They have, yes. <laughs> The gates are still pretty formidable, and they can't completely rely on air. Yeah. Now, of course, especially since we have, you know, provably shot vertebrates out of the air before. Something does happen, though. You get a call from Hurricane, and you can also hear from around the Colonial Town section of the park, you can hear the Penny Whistle solo from the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Uh, what the hell? Hurricane gives you a call. Now, for obvious reasons, I can't sit, speak to the veracity of this, uh... Claim, I'm up here with the robot, and uh, he says they set. It, he says that there's a message written in fire on the ground. Is is the robot? In, wait, is this fire? Carmichael the robot? No, no, no. Claim. Oh, she'll yeah. Radio. Uh, I'll. She'll she'll radio. Okay, I'll ask him then. Thank you. Yeah, and Clint. Yeah, you get in touch with Clint. You said there's something written on the ground in fire? They appear to have written Six Semper Tyrannus in gasoline. I don't know what that means. Quick scan of my database says, Thus always to tyrants. Aha. Uh-huh. Her blank look. Oh, yeah, she'll relay this to the others <laughs> if they didn't hear. Uh, apparently, what? he wrote something that was... Um, Six Semper Tyrannosaurus. Uh, six, six Semper Tyrannus, Death to Tyrants. That's na- that's the name of the that's the name of the session. <laughs> six Semper, Semper Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yes, it might disappoint the fans, but I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the dinosaur? <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I'm really glad that when you said that the Battle Hymn of the Republic starts playing, I thought that we were going to get a message that uh, that Robo Reagan was tearing up the park. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> Bring them back. <laughs> did they take Robo Reagan with them? They did not take Robo Reagan. Oh man! They co- At they least they left that. They this is Robo Reagan's home. <laughs> and besides, they tried to tear down the wall. That's his job. <laughs> uh, what does it mean? I thought it was death to tyrants. Oh, okay, that's always the tyrants. And then he shot him. So I mean, it's implied death to tyrants. Yeah, but yes, yeah. it doesn't mean death to tyrants. Thus, as in what I am currently doing, <laughs> killing you. <laughs> yes, killing you always to tyrants. Killing you always with his saw. Damn it! All right, so things have Calm brought down back to some bit. semblance of stability. What is your next plan? Start counting all the dynamite we have. Dynamite stores seem normal, sure. besides what little you gave out to uh, solve problems. For your outer agents in the Minutemen. Sure, yeah. So most of our dynamite stores are are resupplied after we disassemble all the bombs. Yes. 
All right. A, cu- a couple sticks were missing from, you know, if they had to blast something. I'm going to go. Uh, Chris is going to go meet up with Carmichael and see if we can see, see what's up with the Brotherhood and if we can try and work out a, a plan of entry. A way to take uh, Cape Kennedy back or something that there's something that the, the Enclave might want. Right. Yep. Carmichael is sitting in the first floor of the tower, pacing around. Night, Carmichael. Chris. Uh, we have, uh, the Minutemen have left with that incident, thankfully. I was really expecting Good. something Good. very bad to happen, but yes. Um, so, um, what is the, what is the situation with the Brotherhood? Where have, where have they moved? They have scattered for the moment. However, your alliance is still intact, and if you need them, they will be there. Um, is there a possibility we could get in touch with we could get in touch with some of their scribes uh, or somebody? Do you how well how how well do you know the layout of the of uh, Cape Cape Kennedy? Canaveral. Cape Canaveral. Okay, yeah, Cape Canaveral. Well, I know it pretty well, and I can probably do an excursion out into the city, get the hit the local archives for a floor plan. Yeah, that's because we're gonna need that if we want to if we're gonna try and take Canaveral back from. I'm gonna take your navel back from them. They want it for something, and as far as we've seen, that something has not been a good thing. Also, I'm guessing Grandmaster Bell wants his space shuttle back. More than likely. So, um, yeah. So if we if we know anything that we can use to get into uh, to get into there, or if there's any particular traps that have been set, uh particular traps that were laid out before you evacuated, which might be used against us. Mm. It's worth uh, it's worth making sort of a joint planning effort. Um, and the Cuban Free Army said they're willing to said they're willing to pitch in with their own uh, with their outer agents uh, as soon as they had confirmation that the Enclave were taking Canaveral. Good, good. And I think you, I think your own testimony is probably good enough evidence. Right. And I was always one one of the more outside agents, so the traps changed quickly enough that I couldn't give you a full list of them, but I'll get in touch with the knights. Certainly. I'll see if I can call in some... see what kind of aid I can call in from the uh, followers. We have a little bit more... we have a little bit more time now, maybe. Whatever the Enclave's doing. Between Liberty Omega and taking over Canaveral, they probably have a lot of setup to do. More than likely. I'll keep an ear out. Start checking around. Alright, anyone else have any, anything they want to do? Um, if nothing else, I mean, Alex is going to, if it looks like they're kind of hanging tight for a bit, Alex will probably ask to take her leave with a vehicle with a fair amount of carrying capacity. Is there anyone you want to talk to before you go? Um... Yeah, uh, she's actually she's gonna check in on um Strauss for one and make sure he's okay. Yeah, Strauss looks a bit shaken up and more than a little bit angry, but he's fine. He's just sort of hanging around his quarters. Are you all right? Yeah. No, but yeah. Is she all right? Yes. It's the only reason I'm all right. I'm glad. I was worried when they. Mentioned they were threatening you that they'd try and drag you with them again. I just... I need some time. 
Then I'll be back on top. Okay. Doctor... Doctor, have... give me the news. <laughs> um, have you ever killed anyone? Yes. May I ask why? I've never told you why my wife is how she is, right? No, you haven't. Well, she was very sick. Radiation. Carving a path through her body. She wasn't going to last long. My settlement at the time, River Fork, it was going through really hard times. Not a lot of food. And when she got sick, they decided she wasn't worth the rations anymore. And that was okay. I was willing to go. But then, uh, times were really hard, you see, and some people I thought were friends decided that maybe she was, maybe she'd do better as rations. That's, that's horrible. Yeah. So, on the outskirts of town, when they decided this, I asked them to give me a moment to say goodbye. And when everyone but two of them left, two of them were standing guard on me, I took one of the nine millimeters from their holsters and took both of them down. I'm not proud of it. But I did what I needed to do. You see, I guess... I guess it really can't be avoided then, huh? Sometimes no. Sometimes it's you or them. Or them or someone you love. She nods. Why do you ask? I killed someone. I mean, honestly, I've probably done it before by proxy. I mean, I... Once activated robots to defend against a bunch of raiders and stuff, and I mean, this was different. I got found out by one of those men in the black armor, and I was gonna shoot a bunch of ammo at them. I, I figured it'd distract them, because you know, bullets don't really seem to do much to them normally, but the ammo box was full of microfusion cells. He winces a bit. Yeah. Look, a lot of the wasteland morality is okay with things like that, but you're from a vault, yeah? Mm. He moves the he moves the vat closer to him, takes the cover off, and spins it around to reveal the computer system. The computer system on the back has a pit boy built into it. You built that out of a pit boy? I did. Wait, were you from a vault? I was. Was your vault also full of robots? No more than usual, I think. No more than your normal clothes dispensers, minor AIs, things like that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he's seen her vault. He knows yeah. why she's asking. He knows exactly why you're asking. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is, the vaults are different. But now you're out here, and sometimes you have to... Take some, take someone down to get by. Yeah. Yeah. Just sometimes I wonder if I should have never left. Maybe. Just don't let the things you do define who you are, and always try to be a better person than the things you do. Mm. Okay. Thank you. He nods, sort of a tear coming to his eye as he puts the tarp back over the vat. Yeah, and um, uh, I think. She'll head out then. And yeah, I guess she'll 
just <clears throat> go to all the others and mention what she's doing, that she plans to get all of her robot family and friends out of the out of the vault, and she is going to give it to the panhandlers as a place for them to stay since they... Uh, Clint comes down with you. Yeah, as, as a place to stay for, you know, since they kind of took the place they were using as home, and also, well, she maybe doesn't say that part, but that's, she feels responsible for that since she wanted to look at the deck. Hers is a mighty yawns, Josh. The mightiest of yawns? Sorry. Apparently, when I get disconnected, my headset unmutes by itself. Oh. <laughs> if you'd like a scene, we can get you a scene, Lanzo. Uh, don't be time for Lanzo. <laughs> that, that sounds like it should be the tagline for a movie starring Lanzo. Time for it is Lanzo. the 90s. And it there is... will be time for Lanzo. <laughs> It it's is just, it's just him on his steed with the with the Calibolt uh and uh this is his his fucking bow on a hill overlooking the wasteland. It is the nineties and there is time for Lanzo. Coming in with the clax reference. <laughs> right. So yeah. You were what were you what were you up to, Alex? Uh she was just she was telling the the others, uh and yeah, she'll probably tell her father as well about her plan to move all of the remaining robot parts here to work on and give the her vault to the panhandlers. I see. Shall we put it to a vote? Sure. Um, he uh, he, br- yeah, he the- pulls up his arm and opens a, opens a hatch in it, and he, he presses a few buttons, and your pit boy beeps, Alex. Oh? She'll look at her pit boy. It says, motion to allow panhandler army to occupy vaults. And there's a, there is a check mark and an X mark. Um, she'll hit the check mark? The very instant you press the check mark, it says votes tallied. <laughs> <laughs> Two yes votes, 37 no votes, eight votes abstaining. Huh? Clint closes his arm. The voting system is still connected back to the vault. But I, I okay, I'm gonna assume out of character that Alex that this is something they did and Alex is familiar with the system. It does seem familiar, although if they didn't have many votes while you were growing up. Yes, and suppose probably to a certain point she was probably not given a vote as a child. Right. You there were as far very she is aware. You, you saw a few votes happen, but they never happened while you were old enough to take part. But, um, wait, are, are they still hooked up? Isn't everybody broken? Maybe their base level functions aren't. Well, that's good. It means if, if they are, then they should, um, hmm. am I, she kind of cocks her head to the side. Um, am I not allowed to give up the vault then? Well... At the moment, you have the power to make determinations. We had a vote. Oh, um... Are all the rest of us privy to this? That was just... Yeah, I'll assume so. I wasn't sure if this was Alex's solo scene. Vespa has no idea what to say about this. You guys guys can all be there. Yeah. (laughs) She Uh, she probably... I mean, yeah, she called out together. Hey, do you mind if I kind of, like, suggest something here for a moment? Sure. So, you brought it to a vote, and I guess it was unsuccessful? 
Maybe you have to go to your vault and campaign. Wouldn't okay, but hmm. there's apparently I'm have an over. Fix them all first. Yeah, how did? I mean, I can't convince somebody that can't hear me. And unfortunately, Clint pipes up. One of our one of our kinds primary directives is to not allow foreign threats to enter the vault. Um. Wait. Is this hooked up to the vault's automated defenses? No. The vault has very little in the way of automated defenses, you might remember. Oh, right. It was kind of full of them before they were dismantled. Well, it didn't really have automated defenses. It mostly relied on being hidden and having a door that was ridiculously hard to breach. You know, like most vaults. Oh, right. Um, What am I thinking of? Alright, well, this may take longer than I thought. <laughs> I wonder uh, if I should ask Strauss to help me. Doc- Dr. Strauss to help me. With the fixing, not the campaigning. Perhaps. But I reiterate, the decision is yours to make. You have determining power here. I mean... I don't want to... I guess if they, if some part of them feels strongly about this, I don't want to force them out, but I think if I could explain the situation they'd understand. To those who still have ears. Right. Well, in any case we're still going to have to go there either way. If maybe I can... Hmm. She thinks, were any of the robots capable of, uh, like had the capability to fix each other? Generally speaking they did. Because, uh, like, were there any specialized in doing, like, doctor robots that were actually for... There were some, there were some that were better than others, but uh, generally speaking, everyone had basic triage. Well, maybe if I, uh, I mean, if I fix some of the, if I fix, like, the doctor, the doctors first, then I could, you know, they could help me with the rest, too. How long will they wait? I'd have to ask them, uh, which means I'd have to get there, though I think if we're all in a vehicle and we leave soon, we'll still beat them there. Will the offer still be good? Well, I guess that's up to them. I mean, I didn't ask for anything in return, so... (laughs) I mean, that means they wouldn't really... I mean, I, I don't think they have anything to lose by waiting. Give me an empathy check. Anyone, sure. anyone who's listening in can also give me the empathy check. Sure. <laughs> oh, she's terrible at that. Um, uh, who is saying who's who's saying this? Uh, Clint's been Clint. saying it. I'm gonna use Doctor Robot confidentiality. This isn't an empathy. This isn't an empathy check on Clint. Uh, okay. Is it an empathy check on Alex? No. <laughs> okay. I got plus two. Plus two. Minus one. Plus two. Manso, you participating in the sympathy party? I mean, minus three. All right. <laughs> yep, completely there with Alex about being clueless of what motivates the average person. So, Vespa and Chris, it occurs to you that the panhandlers might be a little bit discouraged by the idea of being turned away even temporarily because the current inhabitants of the vaults don't want them in. Look... Okay, this is probably going to be influencing your decision here. The panhandlers, Quentin especially, 
is going to be heavily discouraged if uh, you turn them down even for a little while. They might, they, they, they might understand. They're just going to scuff their feet and walk away. Become even more bitter about the wasteland and uh, people like us. You don't mind me asking, um, Dad, did you vote for it, then? I abstained. She looks really confused. Wait, then who was the other vote for? The votes are anonymous. But... (laughs) She's like... (laughs) Alright, I guess that's... Good point. I mean, I guess it's up to everybody. I just... Hmm. I just figured that everybody was like defaulting to no and the one who wasn't was the the people who are abstaining or too damaged to respond that is a reasonable guess but it's not a right one if one of them defaulted to yes do you wish to overturn the response of the vaults she'll kind of close her eyes and for a bit and think and then she'll Slowly nod. Yeah. Yep. For now, I... It'll take me a long time to fix them all up. I'll just have to hope that when I do, I can explain. Uh, Or... hmm. Does she have an estimate of how long it would actually take her to fix everybody up? You are completely unsure. Yeah. (sighs) He opens his arm and um, looks at you tentatively. I mean, if I can be with all of you again, no matter where we are, I guess that'll be home to me. He nods. Will that be... Is that okay with you? I... It's not just my home, but I'm worrying that the way things are going, even if I leave everyone there, I may never get around to it. He nods, but you can't tell if he fully understands what you're talking about. Alright, for now, let's go and I'll talk to Quentin first, and then I'll make my decision. Understood. He, um, and he gets in the vehicle. Are the rest of us going, or is there more stuff to take care of at Kismet? There's very little to take care of at Kismet right now. We're just kind of waiting for uh, Carmichael to dredge up the plans of Cape Canaveral. Right. And hear back from everybody. All right. We'll get the mechanics to put the dynamite back in the dynamite place. And uh, see if they can make more of their more of those uh, crazy uh, grape shot cannons. Those worked pretty well for being constructed in a few hours. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Everything is everything's shored up, ready to go. All right. Uh, we'll... Jump in the car. All right. And fast forward, you guys make the trip out to the vault one more time. This mm-hmm. time with uh, less threat of horrible things happening. Hooray. It's very and rare you, that that happens. It's true. And as you approach, Quentin and the ghouls are coming up over the hill to the right, to the east. It isn't long before they're upon you. Hi. Hello. Can I ask you something? You're... Because you're the leader. He looks at you somewhat hesitantly. Yes. 
if if you had to make a decision that you thought was what was best for your whole group and as well as maybe some other people but your group was against it would you still do it i'd ask who i could and if there was still contention i would make a decision and let those who followed me follow me and let those who wish to leave leave as i have done many times in the past they see all right i have there's something i want to try it may take like a few hours and if it works good and if it doesn't well then i guess i'll just have to force the issue but either way i think then i'll be giving the place over to yours if you want it i can give you a tour in the meantime he nods and follows after you she will uh recite the code to the door which she makes a note that she'll have to let them change when she hands it over right it pops open and she'll head inside and show Quentin her vaults. And she's going to try something then. Assuming Quentin has no particular objections to the state of the vault or anything. As far as he's concerned, it's your place until you turn it over. Mm. Um, I mean, just if he had something he wanted to discuss with her first about it, like... Nah, he seems satisfied with it so far. She's going to see... Basically... There's some base level functioning of them, uh, of a bunch of the peop- a bunch of her, you know, a bunch of the robots uh, still active. She's gonna see basically see if she can uh, make something to hook them up that and basically help essentially try and input the data the data of the situation at the most basic level and see if she can convey that at a basic enough level to get their opinion to get their opinion and or convince them okay give me anyone can help out with this anyone can give me your choice of crafts science or empathy would rapport be useful here not to establish the initial system okay all right um empathy i'll do i'll do some science i could be a science I'll, 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 I'll throw in empathy on yeah alex will do crafts Ooh, man. I'm going to use my Dr. Robot Confidentiality to re-roll that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I should... I have to keep spending a lot of fate so points this, this session. Actually, yeah, that's fine. Actually, this is important to her, so yeah. Uh, uh, this seems like a very appropriate time to tag a uh, mechanical girl. Mm-hmm. Robonus. Sure thing. Yeah, you, the, really the place we're in is part oh, of the name of your felt. aspect. Yes, right? Uh, that would be a plus five. Plus five, plus five, plus two, plus two. Okay. You get together a system by which, uh, the remaining consciousnesses you can find are hooked up. And, uh, in in a somewhat similar way to the, uh, to the voting system itself. And you try your best to, um, put in, you all try your best to put in the code in a reasonable way. In a, you try to make your code convincing in a way since a lot of them are still on mechanical assembly language. Right. Uh, should I make a roll for that? Sure. Uh, you're helped out by um, by the empathy check and both crafts checked. I'll factor okay. that into the difficulty. Roll me report. Okay. 
and I will use her stunt uh, mechanical soul that says she uses craft for rapport when dealing with robots. Perfect. And I will, uh, I will tag. I will spend a fate point to tag. Uh, oh, am I not allowed to tag the same thing again? Um, you can't tag the same thing twice in one roll. Okay, but I can tag mechanical girl for this too because it's still appropriate. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, cool. That's what I thought it was, but I wanted to double check. All right, that is a plus seven. Plus seven. All right. So, the vote the vote begins again, um, and it pops up the check mark and X on your pit boy. Yeah, and she will vote the check mark. It says seven abstentions. Uh, do you recall how many no's there were? Uh, before I believe you said there were thirty-seven. 30. I think it was something seven. Yeah. Okay, thirty-seven. Then it was thirty. I remember that it was thirty something. So. Okay. 37 and 8, um, 45, 20 yes, 25 no, or 26 now, and 7 abstentions. Identical vote detected. Engage override, and there's a check mark and an X. Identical vote. It means that, I think it, it means it knows that I called for the same vote before. It's a lot closer, and... I'll have to hope they understand. She'll engage the override. All right. Give me a science check to understand the flow of binary that comes out. Anyone can make this science check. Uh, I can't do that. Uh, Lanto, you can make a notice check because you read binary like anyone else reads words. Lanto, you can read it because you are a robot. Yeah. Alex gets a zero. Oh, it's coming going too fast for her to, uh, for her to, uh, fully grasp okay so for a plus three lanza you you detect that the um that the it's basically saying manually changing opinion and it says a short list of names and uh it says successful 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 after each of them you it the assumption is that uh each of these names was one of the people who voted no when it gets to the people who presumably abstained, they all say um, manual opinion change failed. Chris, you notice the same thing, except the last one. The, uh, the the last bit of code burst is just the remainder of the participants, and right before it blanks out the last line, it says that opinion of Strauss remains unchanged. Oh. Is Strauss here with us? Did he come with us? He is not. He did not come by. Uh, I think we need to get on the radio. So yeah, also, because it was in binary, you know that Alex does not. <laughs> what? What's up? Um, the last... So it might just be a... Uh, Alex, I'm not familiar with the people of your vault. Were, was anyone in there... Was is were, were any of your family members named Strauss? They were not. No. I, I, I think I would have... Did Strauss have that. anything that indicated that he was from a vault? Yeah. The last line Why of the you... the last line on the console just before it just before the screen cleared out said uh, said vote on Strauss remains unchanged. That she stares at you. I mean, if you got a teletype machine, we can probably run through the we can probably run through the code there, but I I got no reason to make that one up. 
in order to pre- preserve confidentiality, it appears that the voting results have been wiped. Yeah. Uh, Can Alex make a crafts check? Sure. Or I guess this doesn't, maybe this won't even require a check. What are you after? She remembers, she remembers that Strauss's pit boy was not in his possession, but rather built into the tank of holding his wife's brain. Indeed. From what she saw of it, is it even possible for him to interact with the pit boy? Like, did the pit boy serve as a control for it? It's the, uh, the computer screen was still facing out. Yes. Okay. With the buttons and everything. Let's see if she could figure, if I was going to see if she could make a check to figure out whether it was Strauss or his wife making the decision. I mean, I guess this maybe isn't really as important to her as, holy shit, this is kind of a big deal to her. I, uh, yeah, you can make a crafts check and, uh, Chris, you can make a science check. I mean, she hasn't explained that to them, so. Oh, right. All she, so all she said was that it check. Yeah. Uh, plus six. It's not completely out of the question that with some amount of remaining sapience, she could possibly control the pit boy on the outside of the tank. But it's much more so, but it's much more likely that it's Strauss that can you that, but he keeps it covered. So that's what she's wondering is if he would even notice if it activated. It's a good question. Um, okay. Also, you, you maybe made a moral decision, Chris, whether you realized it or not, and that you did not tell Alex that she was actually manually overwriting the opinions of the robots, which she did not realize she was doing. She assumed this was just override the decision, the overall result itself, and basically like a, you know, I'm in charge, I'm doing it anyway kind of thing. I mean, honestly, to Chris, like, yeah, that's the way you do it. The robots have an opinion, so you change, you over, you overturn the decision by reprogramming. Okay, yes, them. but you, you are probably familiar enough with Alex that she may have issues if she knew she did that. She may be kind of horrified because that was not her intention. You know she treats robots kind of like people. Her interactions with Lanso make that exceedingly yeah, obvious. I don't know. Maybe that'll be his cross to bear. You kind of got enough on your plate already. Fair. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't tell her. I'm just saying. Yeah. He, uh, in any case, all right. Yeah, she'll uh, return to Quentin. All right. Quentin looks at you expectantly. All right. It's yours. Um, If I may ask one small favor um it's just i have a lot of parts to carry and if there's anybody willing to help it will help me move out faster to load them in <laughs> he nods and put his hand it puts his hand up in the air and those ghouls who are willing to help you out come help you out the rest are yeah. pouring in oh um if there's i'm pretty sure everything was working when i last moved in but if anything is broken and you need me to look at it and fix it the food oh the food um, we did take the food and drink dispensers to repair stuff at our place. Um, we, we, can, can, we can we can find supplies. Okay. Otherwise, if I can, I might be able to scrounge up some parts eventually to it, um, too, if you're interested. Uh, I'll, I'll keep my eye out. We can deal with that when the time comes. Okay. Um, let me, I just need to change the security outside and so that you can set your own password and or voice control or whatever you would like to do. Uh, and, yeah, she will proceed to do that for him. He's, he, uh, 
dutifully goes with you and gets everything set up. Great. Um, I hope you like it. That's a good place, at least I think. He nods. I believe we can sabotage something or other, cause a radiation leak, make this quite hospitable to us. Hmm. There are definitely radioactive materials around here. <laughs> she says, thinking of the b- big bomb that she made at one point from them. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. She and she'll... Uh... All right. Um, if you need anything related to how things work, don't hesitate to call me. Of course. Of course. And uh, they still talking about Quentin. Yeah, she was just getting him set up for everything. Vespa will, uh, will approach him. Yes. Quentin. Yes, Vespa. He, he doesn't actually know her name is Vespa. No. That's, that, that is a uh, closely guarded secret that no. she only... Yes, woman in black. Not feeling that. She looks him the hand. He nods and puts his, hands, uh, he puts his hand out, wraps, wraps it around yours. <laughs> him being almost super mutant-ish in his size. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, we're even trade partners sounds good what she and said goes what she said goes on my end too you need something you let me know i'll do what i can for you he nods thank you she'll take a step back and uh, let everyone else do the thing it's at this point that you guys get a ping on your radio from the brotherhood channel ah this ain't good hey, hey, Best hey, we'll nice. check it if yeah. possible yeah, yeah, go, yeah go for it you you hear the ending of another 1930s jazz song Hello, Kismet Protectorate. And who might I be talking to? My name is Stanley, and I'm a representative of the local branch branch of the Enclave. All right. You have something we'd like to negotiate with you for. That so? What's that? You are in possession of a Garden of Eden creation kit. And you want to negotiate for it? Indeed. We have many things to offer. Like what? Food, supplies, technology. What is it you desire? Honestly, that Garden of Eden, Garden of Eden creation kit is going to be fixing up the whole Florida area in the next couple years. Which is why we are willing to trade quite a bit for it. Um, I don't see why it has to move. I mean, it's... It all to anybody. That, yes. I mean, it will fix up your area, too. We have other plans for it. Don't worry, don't worry, we won't sabotage it or anything. We, we've heard you've had problems with that in the past. Here. If you like, we can transfer you higher up the ranks, though. He, he sort of gives you an aside. I may be one of the more amicable members of the Enclave to speak to. I appreciate your amicability. Don't get me wrong. But no. No. Part of the whole idea behind the Protectorate is that we're keeping that geck protected. Would you like me to transfer you higher up the line? That ain't gonna change my answer. My boss may have a pitch for you that you'll find compelling. Alright, shoot. Not literally, please. There's uh, the Penny Whistle solo to the Battle Hymn of the Republic as hold music. Hello there. Evening. Now, I run this little corner of the Enclave and, uh, I have an opportunity for you. How would you like to start anew? Ain't we already been doing that? You've been trying. 
Mm-hmm. But, but hasn't this part of Florida been dragging you down? Every time you try to make something yourself, seems like someone wants to kick it over. Well, that's just the waste in general. You get used to it. What if I told you we're starting again? What if I told you you have a, you have an invitation to come with us to the last remaining unnuked spot of sovereign American soil? There's actually a spot of American soil that won't, that wasn't nuked. There sure is. Where? Now, miss, I'm offering you and your compatriots the chance to join us on a once-in-a-lifetime mission. We're going to take that geck and take this robot. And we're going to take back the moon. And that is where I'm going to call an end to the session. <laughs> take it back? <laughs> what? <laughs> someone have it? <laughs> I wish I, I wasn't muted when you fucking dropped that bomb. <laughs> you know, like, I, I I know the Enclave is supposed to be, like, the main villains here, but I kind of want to go with them on principle. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. Like, if I help you, can I go to the moon? <laughs> like, I'm... <laughs> like, in character, like, Vespa's just like, oh, fuck the Enclave, but out of character... <laughs> I'm just like, dude, can I just do that? <laughs> can we just, like, take that I like to think even Vespa's, like, surprised, because I assume she's just been, we're going to take over the world or reunite the country or, you know, the standard enclave, like, we are in charge. I, I have a feeling that she is as surprised as Take Back you the know, Moon. <laughs> like, you know, why not? She probably, even, even, even she's just probably uh, thinking, I, I like this idea. <laughs> Am I bad for not immediately wanting to discount this idea? I do have. <laughs> I want to see where this goes. I do have a way that we can make both of these things work out, but goddamn, if that wasn't the craziest idea ever. <laughs> I don't know, but I think we need to go. Well, with no. It. Well, okay. I mean, so I have. So place. I do have a counterpoint to it. I do have the counterpoint. Okay. If we get the, if we get the, if we get uh, the Cape Canaveral back. Grandmaster Bell said that a bell would be the a bell would be the last person in space. What if the Brotherhood takes the moon? What? <laughs> okay, fine. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's say fuck the Enclave, and then we take the moon. This is with this, the is, this is our moon <laughs> now. With with the Brotherhood. Okay. And then we have the moon. <laughs> Can we? Can we just take it with everybody? Like, is this not a cause we could maybe rally everybody behind? I mean, it's no, it's what's <laughs> it's it's possible. Let's pool our resources and take back the moon. <laughs> what are we taking it back from? I don't, I don't even know who took it from us. Oh no, I like the idea. <laughs> is China on the moon? Is that what that's, happened to them after the war? That's Did what I'm wondering. The like, the moon might be covered in people. Is the moon communist? Is that the people's moon? Before we find out this is the alternate ending, I have no mouth and I must scream. We'll get, we'll get, we, 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 we get there and just find like communist flags waving everywhere. We're just like, oh shit. That's what happens. <laughs> I'm assuming that's why they wanted the robot. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this has been the... Uh... 
the first of four personal plot missions leading up to the finale. <laughs> what were we calling this? Six Semper Tyrannosaurus? Six yes. Semper Tyrannosaurus. Everyone have a good time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yes. Oh, there God. we have it. Granted, given it was mine, it was my plot, but still... No, was... it was worth it for that, that was... fucking final line. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take I, I... back the moon. <laughs> I... I, I I noted in the chat my uh my my criticism of of, of certain things earlier on, but man, <laughs> I got right back into this. <laughs> I want to take the moon, dude. <laughs> I'm with these motherfuckers. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just abandon Vespero and play an enclave, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Get the moon. Does anyone have any questions, comments, or suggestions? Something I think you'll answer. <laughs> yeah. As, as for the being outgunned thing, that's just your typical, like, hero's journey thing. Things gotta get bit real bad before the climax. Yeah, I get you. Um, It just went on, I think, for too long. Yeah. I think part of that might have been... It's been, been the... a couple sessions, but an excessive amount of time. Yeah, there's been a lot of hiatuses, so it seems like we've been at this for months. Yeah, I guess that's also true. Um, I think really the uh, the major thing on my end, um, I realized while talking to Matt, was that for all of the conflicts, uh, I was the most useless character. I think it just got like really frustrating after a while. Um, my character is good at talking to people and shooting people. I made a and couple. I will, I will say this if it makes you feel better. There, there have been several times where I've made secret report checks. That uh, that have that you have influenced the direction of the plot in several cases. Okay. Um. Oh, based on what d- deciding how people react to a reputation. Right. I'm I guessing have, that had something to do I with them being would... like, "We're going to we're going to leave and uh, set off explosives if you decide to kill us," because they're legitimately kind of afraid of Vespera. Um. I I guess I probably would have not had that frustration if I'd known that. Okay. I'll, I'll keep that in mind for later. There, there's just been some times where I kept things in the backdrop to keep things running smoothly. No, that's that, that's that's fine. I, I was just saying, like my uh, my my gripe was that I felt totally useless. For yeah, no, I've I've, I've I've made some secret report checks, like it's why things went so well when the the panhandlers walked away the second time. Right, right. Things like that. No, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I guess like 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 I said, just like uh, throw this my way or something, even in like private or or something. No. Sure. I get you. All right. Besides that, anyone have any questions, comments, suggestions? No. Nah. God damn. All right. Okay. What kind of what kind of what kind of milestone is this? I think it's a minor. Um, the 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 personal plots are going to be minors. Once the finale starts kicking up, they're going to get big again. Okay. All right. If that's all we got, then see you next time, Internet. Same Kismet time, same Kismet Good channel. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.